Boom. I think when you left it, said it ended, that's probably why it was giving you a hard time to come back. I don't know. <sighs> it's dumb that we can't both be logged in. This is stupid. Well, you know, it doesn't show anyways, so. It does not. How was your lunch? It was good. I ate too much. My belly hurts. Same. I'm just kind of laying on my couch, <laughs> looking off into space, like, why did I eat that gigantic sandwich? It was so good, though. It was so Dude, good. I ate half, and I was like, I was so scared at the other half, and I'm like, I should really quit while I'm ahead, but if I just take a piece of bread off the other half of the sandwich, that cuts my carbs in, like, half and leaves more room for all those delicious meats. <laughs> so i mean you're being carb conscious there's nothing wrong with that yeah I, well <laughs> I, like i actually am trying to get healthier like i'm trying to drink more water kind of clear my face up which hasn't worked yet so i'm 99 sure that like health is a scam yeah i just i like instant gratification so it's hard for me like, and you know me, I don't even have much of a sweet tooth, but so, like, I thought, oh, I'm going to cut out, like, I'm going to cut out Cokes or sodas or pop or whatever you want to call it, and I'll I'll just be slim and trim by Christmas. No, don't work that way. No, apparently you have to, like, ugh, exercise. Exercise uh, is not for me. I, can I just have a lot of sex and then lose weight that way, or... See, that's what I was about to say. The only cardio I am down for involves penetration. Yes, I need some sex or size. It's a thing. Like, I swear, back whenever Nick and I were, like, fucking on the regular before we had children, like, I think that's how I kept a lot of my weight off, was, like, we were just banging. Right, plus your metabolism and your body changes after having kids, and some women aren't like that, and they can bounce back, and Stick to a diet plan, an exercise plan. I'm just not one of those women. So zero willpower. I was no impulse control. So yeah, here I am, fat and sassy. Mean and nasty. That's what my daddy always says. He always says fat and sassy, mean and nasty. And I'm like, yeah, you know. I'd love that. So <sighs> like three minutes 30, we can start. Just kind of jump in. I'll do the disclaimer. How do you want to do the intro? Like, do you want to just, do you want to kick us off and then introduce us? I mean, that's fine. It, like, I felt like what we just had going was a really good intro banner. I thought it was too, but since I didn't do like a actual official start, I was like, oh, I can't use that even though it was really fucking good. <laughs> Fuck them. Uh, welcome to things you're too afraid to ask your mom. I'm Alicia. That Cherry. Like this is this is our real life. This is what we do. We talk about sex, food, kids, and a lot of other stuff that you know we're not supposed to talk about in public. Which we're but, both at home, so yeah, technically <laughs> we're not in public. I mean, like, are the public able to listen to this after? Yes, but I mean, like, details, schmeetails. <laughs> I have absolutely no couth. So, and I'm, I'm a bit of a pervert. Um, I'm Sherry, by the way. If you didn't get that from Alicia saying that's Sherry, 
Um, thank you guys for tuning in. We are so, so excited. I'm going to be completely honest with you all, though. You see, we had recorded this episode already. And we had a guest. Yeah. And it was fucking great. And then we heard the audio playback from the guest spot, a.k.a. G-spot, is what we will be calling uh, it. Oh, no. so I just love the G-spot. Don't all of us, don't all of us women love the G-spot. Yes. <laughs> but, um the audio was trash so we're trying to figure out a different way to incorporate guests on our podcast for now it's just going to be Leisha and I just shooting the shit with you guys about the topics at hand so we are doing this as our second run talking about does size matter and I think that we're still going to blow your minds with our opinions because you know our opinions are gold they are. They really, truly are. And another thing, like, and you and I both agreed, um, I, I kind of felt like sometimes things kind of got out of hand or kind of off rails, maybe because of the nerves. But, like, I felt like I didn't say everything that I wanted to say or I didn't, I wasn't able to form thoughts and opinions the way that I had before. So I get on the microphone or, you know, I get on the headset, whatever we're doing, however we're recording this, I get on the anchor app and it just words vomits. And I, I was listening to it later and I'm like, I don't really feel that way. Why did I say that? <laughs> yeah, that was a good practice run. I mean, I yes. think it really gave us a good look into how we sound together when it's go like the struggles we know we're going to have having a guest, like we're going to have to have someone that has a pretty good setup or like has a really good connection because the way it sounded like my voice was pretty clear but you and our guest it just kind of meshed together in a not good way Oof, it was so bad like the audio was constantly overlaying each other so it's not anything against Chelsea she's amazing yes we're really sad that we couldn't use her because she was like perfect for this episode unfortunately though we have to grow and adapt and we will find a way to incorporate guests here as soon as we can um if you have headphones or really good wi-fi really good quality phones you know which most people have really good quality phones nowadays but i really do think it has something to do with internet connection like the better internet connection you have and the better device that you're using whether it's a microphone or if you have headphones and you're speaking more directly into a microphone it's going to be to be better to have those things if you're going to be a guest i think and it's going to be better because if y'all guys actually listen to this stuff then sherry and i will be uh actually you've already invested you've already invested because of your previous like soirees with uh doing kind of host type thingies um yeah so I, I, if y'all guys keep listening to this, then I will, I'll invest too. And I'll be, I'll be all smart and professional until now. Like I've completely stolen my husband's really expensive skull candy earphones. They're cute. I like them. I mean, your audio is like crystal clear this time. So I'm glad you did that. <laughs> I do have like a microphone and all this stuff too, that if I record on the laptop, I can use, but right now I'm just recording on my new Samsung S 25 G which Jesus. why do we have 5g that's not the topic that we're talking about today but like 4g was fine i don't know why we needed 5g but i mean yeah charge me more for something that i can't tell a difference on i love that 
I mean, I'm still on 4G. And also, like, I thought I was hot shit because I have, like, the Samsung, the Android, the Samsung, um, like, non, non-S plus. And now y'all guys have already jumped all the way up to 25. Like, I haven't, this phone isn't that old. So it's the 25G. It's not like a 25G. Nah. Same thing. But no, it's really not that old. I, I mean, they went from the 10 to the 20. Like, they didn't do anything from 10 through 20. I'm new to the Android family. I was an iPhone user up until about a year ago, and I got the Note 10 Plus. Still not sure that I've made the right decision by upgrading or trading into the S20. Um, the phone is very similar, but I think I just got so used to the 10 Plus and there are some features about the S20 that I don't like that the S10 did have. So um, if you have the 10 plus and you're thinking about getting the S20, I do not recommend. It's yeah. basically the same phone with less features. <laughs> well, there you go. But this is an awkward segue, but I think it's probably about time that we get to talking about penis. Well, yeah, I mean, talking about 10 plus, <laughs> plus size, um, <laughs> does size matter? That's a crazy Dude. <laughs> Dude, so another thing that I didn't, that I totally didn't think of in the first recording, like in the previous recording, I asked about growers versus showers, and we'll we'll touch back on that later because we're going to be touching on all the dicks. Um, <laughs> touching all the dicks. <laughs> some like one thing I was I was reading, and uh, the the classic myth does foot size really correlate to dick size. Big fat myth. Big fat myth. I actually read that. I don't, I didn't bring the penis facts up because last time when I did that, it cut out my audio and I didn't prepare to bring penis facts. So we might just have to skip the penis facts section too, unless you remember some of them. But I I did read that when I was researching that foot size has nothing to do with dick size. So get you a size eight man, honey, because you never know what size his dick's going to be. Don't judge a man by his shoe size. Yes. What we are judging you on, however, is how good your sex game is in general. Like, and that's, that's how I feel about it. Uh, you know, just period, point blank. I've slept with micro penises. I've slept with Coke cans. I haven't had much average variety, which Sherry will elaborate on because that's her bag. Are you um, trying to say I've had lots of cock? I mean, that's that's neither here nor there i may or may not have had lots of cock go ahead continue i just in the last in the last episode y'all guys are gonna hear that a lot this episode so i'm so sorry unfortunately again that we had to delete that so it's kind of i don't know any hoozle um like i prefer the coke can sherry prefers the average but at the end of the day, I don't really think size matters that much because it all comes down to sexual performance. How much effort are you putting in with whatever size dick you're hauling? I agree to that to a certain extent. So like she said, um, I am all for average. I know like average is like 5.1 inches when erect which I know there's probably a lot of guys listening to this or a lot of women listening to this, like, wow, that's small. Well, um, you know, not everything's for everybody. Okay. If you want a bigger dick, go get you a bigger dick. Me for my personal preference. And like with my vagina and what works for me, I like the average size because, you know, 
you have these guys out here with like 10 to 12 inch dicks and like they just have this ridiculous (gasps) girth and it's like no sir where do you think you're putting that because one that is not gonna fit you are going to rip me you are going to bust through this vagina and you are going to destroy my cervix and i'm going to bleed internally and die and (laughs) i'm not willing to do that i'm not going to sacrifice sacrifice my life for a monster cock and it's not going in the other end either because you know full transparency i have extreme gag reflexes that does not mean that i don't know how to suck a dick or that i don't like to suck dick because i do but i do have gag reflexes so where the fuck are you thinking you're putting that foot long dong sir foot long dong whatever you said (laughs) other end when you said other end, I got real fucking scared because I was thinking about anal. And I was like, ah! oh, girl, <laughs> not today, Satan, or tomorrow, or the fucking next day. Get your, get, your titty, uh, get your tushy tickling somewhere else. It ain't happening with me. Yeah, the, the foot long dong. Like, I am terrified of. That's amazing. Of larger than average dicks. Like, if it's between the six and seven range i'm gonna do like a big mm-hmm. gulp like oh shit anything more than that it's gonna be like it's a no from me like i give the randy jackson it's a no from me dog uh but on the flip side of that i know that like alicia said and this other alicia that i went to school with commented on our post saying it's not really about the size. It's about the technique and how good you're with do it with now to be contradictory. Yeah. I love average size. Like that's what works for me. But if it's too small, it doesn't matter what your technique is. I mean, at some point there is such a thing as too small of a dick. Okay. Okay. But let's, let's talk about that for just a second. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, you kind of pointed it out before about um, about average size penises fitting into your vagina. Um, and then on the opposite end of the spectrum, you know, the vagina is made to expand and accommodate um, both uh, penis and children. We're amazing that way. Check us out. Um, the opening, I don't know the exact specs on the opening of the vagina, but it's like, if you have enough, if you're not, like, fucking a toddler, which I highly don't fucking recommend, that's gross, like, if they have right. any girth to them whatsoever, you're going to feel it right there. You may not get that really deep penetration or that good deep stretch, but, like, if, say that, say that man that doesn't have that much to push with is, like, hella good with the clit action. So then you're still getting, you're still getting your orgasm if you have really good clip simulation. But like, what about, and now our guest that wasn't able to join us again for a second recording said she deserves both. She deserves length and girth, which, you know, same. (laughs) My thing is, and Alicia is going to chew me out on this. um, Too much girth is not a, is I it's not for me like okay if it's too long that's a no because you're going to like I said poke through my cervix and have me bleed from within if it's too big like now I know I get it the whole 
your vagina accommodates, it stretches. I had a C-section. Yeah. My, my vagina's never had to accommodate for anything, really. So <laughs> I, don't have, I don't have experience with, with having it stretched to fit a human. But if it's too big, like, and it's the size of a Coke can, like, I'm going to look at that thing and kind of still be like, bruh. Where do you think you are putting that? Because it is way too thick. Like I just, I just want an average size, average girth. Like if it's about an inch or so past average length, like cool. But once it's starting to get to like the shape of a fist, like where, what, what are you doing with that? Okay. So clearly we have, we kind of stand on, we, we agree with the too long thing because I've had people fucking just abuse my cervix and that's not my game. It's not fun. It hurts and it it can hurt in a good way if that's what you're into. But like, if you just go all willy nilly, just like bang, right in the cervix, bang, right in the cervix, bang, right in the cervix. I'm crying. You're crying because I punched you for disrespecting my (laughs) cervix that way. It's spongy, but it's not meant to take that much abuse. So please gentlemen or, um, ladies or whoever's wielding the dick be conscious of the cervix um however that we do agree on that about the length thing however i i do like the girth i do i like it um i like that stretch but i'm not gonna shame anyone for liking what you like because it's it's not my dick to fuck touche touche and on that aspect too so i guess it depends on we would have to elaborate on what we consider to be too much girth and what we consider to be an average amount of girth you know what I mean like if you look at like a standard like I'm picking up a deer park water bottle right now that's too wide what the fuck what I can't even fit my mouth around it like I have to dislocate my jaw (laughs) but I mean obviously like different textures so like if it'll fit in it'll fit in but I'm just saying you know I've I've had coke cans before it wasn't it wasn't my bag you know i just i'm just good with just your average maybe not as thick as a coke can or thick as a deer park bottle but like she said what's really the most important thing is healthy consensual sex and technique like if you have a big dick if you have a small dick if you have an average dick if you have a coke can sized dick and you don't know what you're doing with it, your sex is going to suck. Same with the girl. I mean, it's not just on the man to be a sexually pleasing person in a, in a sexual relationship. It's up to both partners, whether it's a man and woman, man and man, woman and woman, whatever you're into. It's up to both partners to be putting an effort. Because you can have someone that... Sorry, go ahead. Oh, active participants in both the... Um, in, in both the sexual aspect and the communication. That's kind of like, that's what I was like, elab- wanted to elaborate on just a, right. just a hair. But keep going. You're, you're on a roll, girl. Well, I was going to say, like, I mean, let's be real. Especially if you're in a really long-term committed relationship like you are. You're married. You've been married yep. for 73 years. Um, although yep. your husband is, um, like, the biggest fucking dickhead I've ever met in my life and I hate him okay that's a joke people are going to listen to this and think that I actually hate your husband I don't actually hate her husband we just like pretend to hate each other like his nickname for me is hooker pants so like you know 
that's our friendship like he sucks i hate him (laughs) but that i mean you're gonna have times where it's just like hey roll over i'm gonna just spit on it you know what i mean you're probably not gonna have the best sex of your life that night but regardless of what size of your manhood or what size of the manhood your partner is or the size of the manhood that you bought from the store for your partner, whatever it is that you're into, all God's children, it's about <laughs> how you use it, which actually how, like, I'm just thinking of strap on wise, like that seems uncomfortable. Cause at least like with a real life dick, like it's fleshy, you know, it has movement. It's not just in the same spot in the same texture and like the same, like, there's movement. I wonder what that's like. Now, this is also someone who does love toys, but doesn't use dildos. So I'm not accustomed to, I've never used a fake dick in my life. I've only ever had a real dick. So I'm just trying to think now. I'm like, my mind's wondering now to how strap-ons work and how they're comfortable. That might have to be for another day. (laughs) I I mean, we're going to, we're going to have a whole episode about toys, but as someone who does, I've got like, I've got this fancy little, like, it's supposed to be like a G-spot stimulator slash, it's kind of like a rabbit and it's got a curved edge to stimulate the G-spot. Personally, I'm not a fan of the G-spot, the G-spot stimulation. Like my vagina just is like, uh, okay, this is something you're doing. Oh, um, this is something that's inside of me. <laughs> yeah. Um, but like I don't know I've I've watched porn and like I'm gonna have to hit up a couple of friends of mine because like I do have friends of the LGBTQT I don't know all the letters I don't know them in the right order either I don't know I have friends who um participate in that persuasion um again no hate no judgment I'm just like scientific information like because I like all I've seen is porn and porn is not a reliable source no. for sexual information it is not and like I'm so glad you mentioned that because this is something I said in our first recording for the love of God will you men that are listening to me right come in come in closer okay for the <laughs> love of fucking God will you please stop comparing your dick to the size of the dick you see in porn please that is not normal that is not average and please can you stop seeing things okay now this is this comes with a disclaimer because sometimes you think see things on porn and it's it's safe to try like with your partner and you guys have a conversation about it but 90 percent of the shit that you see on porn is dramatized it is literally for show so please stop using porn as research, okay? Not every woman wants to be drilled like a jackhammer with your tongue or with your dick or with what with your fingers. Some you have to work up to that. You know what I mean? Like some people like it. I mean, and when you're in the heat of the moment, it's fine. But like you can't just start off by just drilling someone. You got to warm up the oven before you shove the turkey in there. You know what I mean? Yes. Also, in defense of porn. Like, if you're looking at different sexual positions that you might want to try, and again, this is something, like Sherry said, you know, um, communication with your partner. Hey, would you be interested in trying that? That's like, it it would be good for like kind of a visual novel, like kind of how to, like how to get the logistics of that position. Now, if that position doesn't fucking work, then it doesn't fucking work. And that doesn't mean that there's anything wrong with you or your partner. It just means that 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 position worked or they pretended like it worked. For two specific bodies. 
Right. And everybody's bodies are different. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Just, for the love of God, can you stop watching all this porn? Don't stop watching porn, but stop watching all this porn. Think, comparing your penis to the ones that you're seeing in these videos, because these are like the 1% of men that are well endowed, or maybe you don't know, maybe these guys have to pump it. Maybe these guys have had to have implants. You don't know if that's their natural dick. No one knows. And also, I mean, go ahead. I, I'm so sorry. I've, I've been so bad about talking over you today. No, no, I, was, I really was it. about to start rambling. So like I had nothing else <laughs> value to add after that. <laughs> um, women stop comparing your titties to the titties in porn I mean it's gotten like the porn scene has gotten marginally better but it is still dominated by bitches with perfect tits who paid for them and good for them they that's an investment in their career however some of us bitches can't afford that and there's nothing wrong with that your titties are perfect unless you don't think they're perfect and you want to improve that about yourself but it's not you're not any less beautiful, any less worthy, any less feminine because you don't have perfect bolted on titties. And speaking of titties, it's a fucking fantastic segue because yes, we're talking about does size matter when it comes to a men's dick, which like uh, a men's, a men's. I just, I plural to plural. What the fuck? <laughs> a, man's, <laughs> a man's dick. Let's talk about this from like the women's side of things because we talked about men. We put men on the spot. Let's put women on the spot. Now, when it comes to men, it's generally the consensus that men are more into big titties and big ass. And I think that's something we should talk about because Uh-oh. when it comes to, I feel like everybody's insecure about their body, especially women, no matter what you have. Like, I do have a larger chest. I do have a larger ass. But I still am insecure about my body because I'm always thinking there's someone out there that has a more perfect body like a more perfect more shapely ass more perfect well like easier to handle tits you know what I mean so it's like uh, where I'm on one end of the spectrum where I'm larger in those areas it does not give me confidence it does not give me this like oh like I have a leg up on the competition no, because, I mean, at the end of the day, like, tits are tits. If guys like tits, they don't care if your tits are big or small. I can't speak for men, but that's just what I assume. But I think that big-chested women also get a bad rap sometimes because unless you've paid for them and, like, okay, maybe you deserve the bad rap, but, you know, if you're do- whatever you need to do to feel good in your own body, do it. But for me, like, mine are just naturally this way, and, like, I wish I could have smaller titties. I am on the smaller titties, flat ass side of the river. And, you know, for a long time, I did feel that way that, you know, I, and I still kind of wrestle with that on some level, you know, be, feeling less feminine, less pretty, less beautiful, less sexy, because my big old fat mammary glands, um, one, they didn't produce milk like they were supposed to. They had one fucking job, but they didn't do that. So, like, at least, you know, I thought maybe they could, you know, give me a little backup and at least be, you know, big and perky. Eh, they don't got that going for them either. So, it after whenever I was younger and I didn't know as much about bodies and, you know, the general feminine consensus, like, I, I know you don't speak for every woman with a big chest, but most of the ladies I speak to, you know, they, you know, 
it's it's they feel y'all guys usually feel the same way that we do like occasionally you get good boob days and you're like yeah look at my titties and (laughs) and then the other like and then most of the time you're like why can't you just be different than what you are yeah a good portion of the time yeah so it's nice to hear you know that it's not that we're all it's nice and it's terrible to hear that like we all fucking hate our bodies um damn you patriarchy it's one of those things too where i feel like i could have i feel like for we we talked about this in the last one too that no one gets to hear when it comes to shopping having a big chest sucks because my body is not proportionate at all it's not like i have i'm like a flamingo like i have these ridiculously long legs so pants never fit right i do have a bit of an ass so like i have to size up things and then like it's too loose in the pants and then when I buy a shirt, if I buy a shirt that I want to fit my chest, it's going to be too loose in the stomach. If I want something that's going to fit in the stomach, it's going to be too tight in the chest. And it's just like, it's annoying. Like, why can't we just be born with bodies that fit the clothes that, like, that's the thing about clothes manufacturers. This is another subject for another time. But it's your fault that we feel this way because you're not making clothes to fit every different type of body shape there is out there. And Torrid yeah. is the closest thing I've come to that can flatter more than one body shape. See, like, and it, it breaks my heart that you said that, like, not about the Torrid thing, because Torrid's fucking awesome, except Love for their it. jeans. Their <laughs> jeans aren't shit. But they, like, see, and that's that excellent segue. Their jeans aren't shit, but they can work on that. Like, we cannot change. We, we only have a certain amount that we can change realistically because we're not all fucking billionaires. We can't all go get liposuction, tummy tucks, breast implants, ass implants. You know, a lot of us are doing what we can. And some of us are not doing what we, not doing what we can either because we're lazy. But, like, that doesn't mean just because we have different body shapes and we carry weight differently doesn't mean that we shouldn't have nice fitting clothes and torrid seems to be the answer to that for curvier plus size women yes 100 percent. but yeah like i mean i do think that it's just a stigma or just like a i don't want to say that it's well known because i don't want to speak for all the men out there but i think that generally the consensus is that men would prefer women that have bigger chests and bigger ass and that's kind of shady men because some of you out there that want to date women with these big chests and these big asses don't got a big package to bring to the table yourselves you know like I feel like some of us need to learn how to stay in our own lane and what is it with lit oh my god I'm gonna say little dig dudes that have this big dig dude energy can we talk about that because I I have an ex-boyfriend that I dated back in my early 20s that would talk to every fucking woman that had a set of tits, didn't care what they looked like and did not have a big dick at all. Like you have big dick energy for someone that has such a little dick. How dare you be out here <laughs> talking to all these other women when you don't have the equipment to please 10 other women? What the actual fuck is that? Man are attracted there's a biological reason between men being attracted to that big old booty and then big old titties it is genetics it is hey this bitch has shit i like she gonna make a good mama 
that's like it's hardwired into their brains to just like look at our best assets I mean my best asset is my sparkling personality so you know (laughs) I can just picture you at home like putting like your hands under your chin to like frame your face sparkling personality (laughs) (laughs) I mean I did so like you don't call me out like that but uh, yeah, I mean, that makes sense that like genetically, like if you have wider hips, like a man might be more interested yeah. in that because that's conversation, you know, mm-hmm. but yes, I mean, if we're going to talk about the size of dicks, we should also talk about like women's size too, which we don't have a man here. So I can't really say, I feel like generally most men are just happy to get what they can get or like, yeah, women are like that, but women are like that too. Like, I don't really feel like. There's a lot of people out here just, oh, well, I'm sorry. Like, they're not honest. They're not like, I'm sorry, but you don't have this size chest that I require. So I shall be pursuing another partner. They'll just have date them seen... for three years. No, 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 no. Have you seen Tinder biographies? That shit cry. These I've never people, people are cracker. I haven't either, but I get like I've seen screenshots shared in groups on Facebook that I'm in. I'm gonna have to find some and I'll share them to the page. Like specific requirements that these people think that they need to have a long lasting, happy relationship. If, yeah, if, human, if human beings have one thing, they have the fucking audacity. The audacity. Ugh. Yeah, I, uh, we hit, I mean, we hit, we have a, oh my God, I can't talk today. We have an episode coming up about online dating and I did do some online dating last year after uh, Brandon and I split up and very interesting how things change in the course of five or six years with online dating. I mean, me and Brandon met online and me and my current boyfriend met online, but online dating is just like the best and worst thing that's ever happened to the world <laughs> in general. <laughs> I mean, I agree. When used appropriately, like with you and Brandon, like Nick and I, we didn't, like I had met him in person, but we did most of our communicating online. Because as so, some of y'all know, some of y'all don't, I met my husband at a wrestling show and he was part of it. He was a manager So that didn't really lend a lot of time for us to sit down and communicate. One day he did come, one night he did come and sit down and talk to me. And that was the end game for me. I was done um, after that. But, you know, it didn't lend for a lot of communication. And, And you think about it, Sherry, you and I, like, we can't just go drive and see each other in person, which is such a fucking travesty. So we do most of our talking online, most of our communicating. I mean, all of it. Yeah, we keep it healthy speaking of should we tell people like how we know each other how we met like that kind of thing like introduce should we talk about ourselves in our intro introductory episode of things you're too afraid to ask your mom um we met online we met each other last year uh we're best friends we're besties for the resties end of story you told that in such an abrupt way that made it sound like our friendship was not awesome or interesting and any way shape or form and I'm offended oh, I'm sorry I'm like okay here here's my train of thought here is my train of thought these people are gonna hear us like we're 
they're going to get to know us through talking and through the podcast. Like, obviously, we're best friends. We did meet each other online, but, like, through a community that neither of us are really part that much a part of anymore. So it's, like, that's kind of irrelevant. I met her in a porn group. I met her in a porn group. We became friends. Um, We got got in a heated argument about penis. Yep. And... I was like, bitch, you don't know my life. And then we became friends. That's a lie. That's not how we met. But now, um, What's your but real for, name? And not your stripper name. You know, facts, that is something that the first thing she's ever said to me is what's your real name and not your stripper name. I'm not going to go into details on that. I'm going to let you guys ponder that one. That is the first thing. <laughs> the first thing Lisha ever said to me was what's your real name and not your stripper name. And our friends from our community that are listening to this are going to know exactly why and exactly what that means. And my friends that aren't a part of this community that are going to listen to this are going to be like, Sherry? Sherry's not a stripper name. <laughs> be great. So I make it rain on, on you like a window pane. I like when you serenade me. It's probably going to be my favorite part of all these episodes is when you sing to me. <laughs> I can't stop. Can't stop, won't stop. So... Um, but oh go ahead I, I was about to, so we've talked we've, we've talked a lot about penis size we've talked a little bit about women's size you know um from the men's perspective they're either just fucking grateful we let them stick it in our peepees or um they uh you know or they're you know they have oddly specific requests which will go unmet because they're going to be miserable and live in their mom's basement for the rest of their lives um, I've also talked about uh, women's clothing being a fucking trap. And I think the moral of the story here is just to be happy with what you have because no matter who you're with, like everyone's going to have a preference. Yeah. But as long as you put in the effort, we shouldn't, this isn't, shouldn't be news to you guys. If you're putting in the effort, that's all you should need, you know? Um, and to those men who are extremely blessed with girth and length, and are out here swinging their forearms and knocking bitches out. <laughs> How? I need to know logistically if you're okay. So if you're a guy that has like a dick that's like twelve inches or bigger, this like the, the vagina up to the cervix is only like six inches long, depending on the body. Six inches long average. Where are you sticking the other half of that? Like <laughs> you guys, you hire help. Like do you? need outside help to like jerk the base while you're you know thrusting it in like what do you do with the other half of your dick i mean i guess it just kind of hangs out there cold and unattended like oh that headpiece getting all the action again good thing that's where they're the most sensitive is like the under part and like at the Mm -hmm. at the head there i mean most men i don't want to speak for all men but i'm just sitting here thinking like if you are a guy that's that blessed and have that much dick, like you have to have at least like you have to have sister wives. You can't marry just one woman. <laughs> like it's literally sexually impossible. You cannot just marry one woman. Now I know why Cody Brown has five wives. He probably has a foot long dong. That's sister wives. Cody Brown. I love that show. I hope you guys picked up the reference there. He has to have a foot long dong. Like I just can't think of any other reason why he would have like four or five ugly wives like there that's the only reason i mean like 
maybe he's just greedy and and these women need to reevaluate their standards well they're polygamists so i I have nothing against polygamy if that's your bag you fucking you do that that's good on you for that you know Uh, okay my beef isn't with the polygamist community as a whole my beef is with the polygamist men who take five wives and the wives aren't getting any other action. Like, because I think of a polygamist couple, I think of polygamy and most of the modern, like I said, again, in groups that I'm in on Facebook, um, a lot of people talk about, like some people talk about their polygamist relationships and it's like, they have a husband and wife who is like the base couple and then, you know, sometimes the wife has a boyfriend and sometimes the, the husband has a girlfriend. And, like, the, the husband and wife duo stay the same and it's the two of them. However, the other parties are kind of interchanging and it's a, it's a fluid thing. It's not, I'm the husband, you bitches are my wives. If, if you cheat on me, I'll divorce you. Which I don't know. I've never watched Sister Wives, but it's like that that setup just kind of makes me like, mm, seems a little bit selfish. There's only one dick. Yeah, that's what it's like though. I mean, um, I think that they're some sort of Mormon. I think Ugh. they're like the Latter day Saints or something. Yeah, I don't no. remember. But um <sighs> yeah, it's pretty much like Cody's the husband and he has four wives. Wait, let me let me make sure it's four. So what there's Mary Christine, who's my favorite, Janelle, and Robin. Yeah, he has four. They have like 27 kids. Uh-uh. Something like that. Yeah, I mean, you'd have to be a really strong person to, I mean, I don't even want to say strong. Mentally, you have to be like mentally ironclad to be able to share your man with another woman that way. But I'm not going to lie. Like, I can see the benefits of polygamy. I know that we're not supposed to be talking about that right now, but I'm going to talk about it real quick. I can see why polygamy works in the sense that, I mean, you ever have nights where you're, I mean, this is going to be such a bad example, but nights where you're just not up for it. And they're like, Hey, want to go to bed early? Wink, wink. And you're just kind of like, I have a headache, but you really don't, you know? Well, then he'll go bother one of his other wives, whatever. And then you might have four different women. One stays home with the kids and cooks, keeps the house clean. Two of them might go out into the real world and work. And then the other one might like, homeschool the kids or something like that like it's like it just seems like having those extra hands on deck i can see why polygamy works for that reason plus having all those kids to grow up and have that many siblings i can see why it works for that reason i feel like sexually is really the only reason why people have such a hard time with the idea of polygamy is because it's like it's always about comes down to the sex i think sharing your man sharing your woman see and that's I can't get on board with that. I mean, like it used to be the, the, the phrase used to be back whenever, um, before COVID especially, but back before, um, I don't know how to put, I don't know exactly what time period this changed, but, uh, it, it used to, the saying used to be, it takes a village and to help raise children. Um, because like whenever, uh, neighbors would pitch in and help babysit or help, you know, cook meals for each other, that kind of thing. And now our villages like knock down to at best, like we're lucky if we have supportive parents, supportive grandparents, um, or not weird neighbors. Like I like my neighbor, um, 
to the uh, to the right of me, the left of me, I don't know those people, and I doubt I ever will. And you know, I have I have support. I have my brother and sister in law ten minutes down the road. My parents live an hour and a half away. So if my ten minute support system can't you know can't help me out, you know it's it's Nick and I, and like so you need that partner. You have to have that good strong partnership. However, the sexual aspect, if I'm not fucking getting mine, why do you need to get yours? Unless you have that agreement. I mean, married sex happens. It does happen. Like your sex life does cool down after you've been in a committed relationship for a long ass time. And there are some times where he, where someone's going to be like, Hey, can I spit on it? Or, Hey, you know, do do, do you care if I just get up there and do a little wiggle? You might not feel like it. And you know going in that the chances of you getting yours are slim to none, but they need that. And, like, uh, you can give them a heads up. Like, if you're in a healthy relationship, you can give them a heads up, like, hey, I don't feel that great. You're doing all the work. Nick and I have had that conversation, which is one of the reasons why I don't want my mother to listen to this. Um, <laughs> like, we've had, we've had that conversation. There's been nights where I've been horny as hell, and I've been like, hey, 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 you want to? You, you want to do the do and there's a hand motion and a hip mo- motion that goes with that. And he's like, <laughs> honest to God, babe, I don't feel like it, but if, if you want to climb up there and try to find yourself a good time, I'm not going to stop you. <laughs> I'm I, like, just I just heard that in his nasally annoying voice that I hate because I hate Nick. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to kill me for spilling the beans, but I mean, it's oh normal and it's, it's normal and it's not bad like Like, so that's where I can't I can't get on board with polygamy because like let's say the reverse like I try if I if one of us tried to go out and solicit another person to kind of handle the business it would be world war three it's like oh am I not good enough oh you don't like these titties oh you don't like this dick what the fuck and so you do have to have that you have to have that mindset it has to be a choice for you and like to all the people out there rocking it good for you guys like I full I'm fully in support of you it's not for me I'm monogamous and I'm totally down with the occasional night of married sex where there's only half effort put in because I'm definitely monogamous but I can see like I, if if I was with the right person and I was deeply in love with them and that's something that we thought that we needed to bring into our lives was yeah I'm, like that's one like I can see me being a polygamist but not because of sex but because of like I could I could Help. see why people do polygamy I'm I wouldn't probably never do polygamy but I could see I could definitely see why people do polygamy I'm definitely monogamous too but um, then that's a whole nother subject for another time is like monogamy and are we meant to be monogamous? Like that's another subject for another time. Cause most, you know, that's, that's a hard topic to cover, but I sometimes don't think that we were meant to be monogamous creatures and we try to force monogamy. But at the same time, I do think monogamy works when you're with the right person. Yeah. I mean, I think that's, it just comes down to who you, I, I believe that it comes down to your preferences and who you are. Like, I see, like you said, I see why people do monogamy or uh, polygamy. I, it's just not for me because I, I'm, I'm a very jealous and insecure person, but not by my husband, but because of me, that that's my own insecurities. Those are my own issues. 
Um, and I couldn't take the strain. It, it's, it does not compute in my brain, but I see why other people do it and I see it be healthy. So I'm like, good for you guys. Like that's, that's what y'all guys are going to learn about me is I, I really don't fucking care. It's not my dick to fuck. It's not my goat. It's not, it, it's none of my fucking business. Um, I could see the aspect of polygamy. Like I want to, I want the village. I don't want the, I don't want to share my husband for sex, but I want the village. I want other people, you know, if I don't feel like cooking, like, and that's why I want you to just go ahead and move down here so we can be each other's oh, village. Oh, so that I can do things for you. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I was about to say, bitch, like, you're acting like I won't feed you. Right, right. <laughs> the truth is coming out. No, I'm kidding. Um, but no, you're right. I mean, having a strong support system is important. Um, having a, an average size dick is important. We got completely off topic and started talking about monogamy and polygamy. This is what happens when we talk, guys. This is why we started the podcast to begin with. Um, But yeah, I mean, honestly, my thing is, I sit here and talk this shit. Like, I I could probably be a polygamist, but I feel like at the end of the day, if it came down to it, I would just not be able to commit to something like that. Like, but I, I can also, like, I mean, I'm just one of those people that, like, I'm good if I'm in a relationship and it's going well. I'm good by myself being single. Like, I sometimes think that, you know, like, when I am single, like, that I like it too much sometimes. I don't mind being by myself. I don't mind keeping myself company. I don't mind doing things for myself. I have Kylie to entertain me. I have porn exists, guys. Porn and sex toys exist. That's how women stay happily single for guys that or people who are wondering. I seen something in this, po- um, in this group this morning that said, uh, <clears throat> was it in this group? No, I think someone shared on Facebook on my Sherry page, Javier. I don't think that's his real name, but it said something about if a woman is attractive and she and she's still single, she's the problem. No, honestly, like sex toys exist and sex toys don't give you a headache. And I can some people just like don't mind just sitting at home and watching TV and enjoying their own company. Um, that's my opinion on that. But yeah, I can sit here and say that I could be a polygamist, but like I'd probably chicken out before anything ever were to actually really happen (laughs) okay 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 i got an example for you then imagine some bitch hitting on your boyfriend what would you do uh i think everyone's gonna want to hear me say i would freak out like don't hit on my man but like people hitting on my man compliments me because i'm just like i know right isn't he attractive i'm good with my man being hit on as long as it's not being reciprocated look at you Sorry. <laughs> Look at you, I'm, bad bitch. Don't hit I'm, on my man. I'm not like a jealous person. Oh, so like I if am. someone's hitting on my man, I'm just like, okay, well, yeah, no, good for you. But I mean, like if he's telling you that, you know, he's with somebody and doesn't like reciprocate and you're still laying it on really thick, like that's a different issue. It's kind of like, bitch, like take the hint. He's with somebody, but like him just getting hit on in general, like I'm good with that. Like he's going to get flirted with. He's going to get, he's an attractive man. He's going to get hit on. I'm not going to be able to prevent every single woman on the planet from finding him attractive. So I just don't try to, you know? God, if God, if I could, I'd beat them all off with sticks. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm, just, I'm not the, I'm not really, a, I used to be a really jealous and secure person because of the men I was dating. And then I stopped dating those kind of men and I'm not an insecure, jealous person anymore. Good for you. 
Um, like I said before, and like my insecurity and my jealousness does not stem from my husband. He treats me extremely well. The problem is like, that's something that I've carried with me for a long time. So like, I think it might be like past trauma because Nick's good for me. Nick's a good man, but I'm just like, I, I can't get rid of that. And I think it, it, part of it stems from my own issues with my own body, with how I feel about myself. So obviously I'm like, I need to protect what's mine. Plus, I, I'm just kind of feisty and angry in general. So, back off. She's a Sagittarius, which is a fire sign. So, yep. that's where the feisty comes from. But, yeah, we have an episode on body positivity coming up in a couple weeks where you'll hear yes. really I talk a lot about um, some of the insecurities. And I've grown a lot in the past 10 years. We could talk about shit like that and how I have become such a body positive, confident woman because I wasn't always this person. But yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm maybe one, I don't know. I've just, I can't imagine being that person since I'm not that person, but I used to be a girl that would like want to check someone's phone all the time or wondering what they're doing or wondering if they're good enough. And I'm just like, if you're wondering if you're good enough, you shouldn't be in that situation. Leave it. Go find someone who won't make you wonder if you're good enough. Cause that's the problem is you're with someone I who doesn't make you feel like you're good enough for one reason or another. And you need to find someone who will. Amen. Mine stems from my anxiety and I'm a paranoid bitch. So that doesn't apply to me, but it does definitely apply to the rest of y'all bitches. Like find you a good man. Also look up some mental health medication. If you have issues like I do with the anxiety causing paranoia and all that other stuff, they're both very valid things and like get you the good dick or the good pussy or the good, whatever the fuck you're into get good sex. Get good yes, sex, get healthy important. communication. Yes, it is so important to make sure your your sex life is healthy. Because to be honest, like not having a, like, I, I think I've learned this in psychology in 12th grade. Um, our economics teacher taught psychology too, Miss Ulizio, I think her name was. And there was like this ladder, there was four rungs to the ladder and you couldn't get to the top of the ladder of success without meeting all the needs on the rungs below. And the first rung is basic necessities, sleep, food, sex is on the first rung. If you're not having good sex, you literally cannot even move on to the next rung of your life. It's important. Having healthy sexual relationships, good sexual relationships is important. Your life is short. Have good sex. Yes. Have the good sex. Have as much. That's another thing. Have as much of the good sex as you and your partner or partners can possibly handle and are good with. There is nothing wrong with having a healthy sexual appetite. I think that's a great place to wrap up our first episode. Stay tuned for next week. Oh, by the way, shout out to Casey Campbell because his birthday is on the 29th when we are dropping and releasing this episode. Happy birthday, my man. You're the bomb. We love you. I mean, I don't really say the L word. I think you're cool. Alicia loves you. Yada, yada, yada. I'm speaking for her. I shouldn't do that, bro. Happy <laughs> birthday. Go get drunk this weekend. Hope you all had a fantastic holiday with your family and friends. If you did, I hope that you were safe. COVID and all that. I hope you got your turkey stuffed. Hope that you got your <laughs> pie eaten. <laughs> I was going to say creamed. So like yours is way better. I hope you creamed your pie. (laughs) 
I mean, like, you got the whip top, and like, like, okay, okay. Here, here's something for y'all guys to think on. Here's something, here's something inappropriate. That's, I think that's gonna be one, like one of the things I do. I'm gonna ask y'all an inappropriate question. I want you to sound off and in the comments below this episode, uh, send me, send us DMs, whatever you need to do. Ladies and gentlemen, would you rather be a Twinkie or a toaster strudel? Oh, and that is a wrap. We will hear, you guys will hear from us next week.